When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Thank you for listening to this DuPont Media production, available on all major podcast platforms. This is Rod Peterson On Demand. The Toronto Argonauts have traded quarterback Nick Fatty Arbuckle to the Edmonton Elks. Why? Let's play a little word association here. Aaron Rodgers, Green Bay. Patrick Mahomes, Kansas City. Dak Prescott, Cowboys. Ben Roethlisberger, Steelers. Nick Arbuckle, ah, uh, Calgary, Ottawa, Toronto, Edmonton, all within a year. This is, to me, this is why the CFL struggles with credibility. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Yeah, we set sail into hour two of the RP Show, coming at you live on Game Plus TV. No matter what your cable carrier is. A lot of people finding us on the Amazon Fire Stick, we uh, have found out in the last 24 hours. And live streaming as well on YouTube and Facebook. Um, If you want to show the world, guys, there's no moose. The moose is represented by a stuffed moose on the coffee table here. Uh, Producer Clark just whizzed by just before we came on the air an hour or two and said, "Uh, Moose is on a phone call. So here we are, just you and me. But that's fine. I said, uh, there he is. Okay, let's get this on. No, no, show him, show him. You're not going to get away with that. How about I that? Tr- I tried. <laughs> Which is absolutely no formality here to what we do here. It's uh, what's fun. As my brother said, what I love about your show is anything can break out at any time. That's right. And it has. Let's be honest. Hey, so I got an email here from the Florida Panthers, Moose. You want to know what's going on tonight with the Boston Bruins in town? I do. At FLA Live Arena? The Panthers tonight, the National Hockey League's best team, by the way, I said that, not them, will honor head equipment manager Teddy Richards in a pregame ceremony tonight for having worked 1,500 professional hockey games. Wow. It's a lot of hockey. How about that? Tonight from 6 till 10 p.m., fans can donate $5 to the Florida Panthers Foundation to enter the haunted house in Chairman's Club on Suite Level at FLA Live Arena. Doesn't that sound like fun? Hey, it does. Tonight's city furniture military hero is Beth Grower. I wish I. Here's Beth. She'll be honored tonight. Uh, she served in the United States Marine Corps from 02 to 2017 with deployments in support of Operation Iraqi Freedom in 05 and 07. She's the recipient of the Navy and Marine Corps Commendation Medal, Iraq Campaign Medal with three stars and Combat Action Ribbon. She'll be honored tonight. Moose, she'll get a standing ovation from the assembled crew at the FLA Live Arena tonight. This is what the Panthers are sending me now. I just can't wait to see them. 
yeah. again. Of course. But this is, this is how you do it. This is what's going on tonight. This is what you need to know. And by the way, one of our uh, viewers checking in from Calgary, the general, he wasn't here yesterday. We were talking about game one of the World Series and how long it was. And he says, I was watching the Flames, so I didn't see the baseball game. Hey, I get it, brother. You, again, I don't think you were here last hour when I said I was rolling into Wilcox last night and the game was on 1190 CFSL. Today's. It was. Today's country favorites. Good. Yeah, well, they were just getting going. And then when I left the hockey game, they were still going. Long. That's game. too long. Too long. Way too long. That's a one big long. criticism of baseball, hey? They have not adapted. Football has done a good job. Hockey, um, they've, they're trying to get games in in two to two and a half hours. They've, for whatever reason, figured out that's the sweet spot of your attention. When it gets to three hours, you're like, oh, okay. That's the truth. You lose people. You lose television viewers. Um, ticket sales go down. And when you get to four hours, like, forget about it. Interesting. I'm trying to keep this on the rails, but one of the viewers on YouTube, Mark Sports Video, writes in and says, but who will be coaching the Panthers? He's talking about Joel Quenville, the NHL's second all-time winningest head coach who's been implicated in the Chicago Blackhawks scandal. Darren read the entire 68-page investigation. I've read the Coles notes of it. We both feel that Joel Quenville will not miss a game. I, I feel that way. You're saying that? Yeah, and what we yeah. found out, well, it came out a c- couple hours ago, I think, but maybe before. Um, Quenville is said to be meeting with Gary Bettman tomorrow. We think it's going to be in New York. Um, the NHL, I believe, wants to get this dealt with quickly. They don't want this lingering over a hockey season. They don't want uncertainty about Quenville or Kevin Sheveldayoff lingering for a long period of time. So if they're going to meet tomorrow, I would expect that meeting to happen and then Gary Bettman to have some sort of resolution very soon. Um, cool. But the way I look at it, it's been 11 years, guys. Don't rush it now. Get it right. That's my take on that. But I get it. But I, again, I don't think Quenville's going to miss any games, nor Chevy. And by the way, the Jets have won, what, four points in four straight and three in a row. Jim Wagner writes this on the Prairie Mobile text line at 306-840-8777. Prairie Mobile is your authorized SAS Tom Mobility dealer. And Jim says, uh, happy 600, RP crew. It's our 600th episode today. Roddy, you always say you need to get the show back on track, but most would agree that your best moments are the off-script meanderings and stories. Good day, all. Maybe we should do a poll on that. What's your favorite part of the show? Rod's meandering stories or the actual sports talk? I think we weave a nice blend of both. Mm -hmm. On the baseball, because it is the World Series. Charlie Morton spun a curveball past Jose Altuve for a called third strike, his 16th pitch after taking a 102-mile-an-hour comebacker off his right leg. Charlie stumbled, started to fall. Turns out the leg was broken. It was his right fibula. You're Clark, you're right. It was fractured by Yuli Gurriel's one-hop screamer leading off the second inning of Tuesday's World Series opener. A ball hit so hard it ricocheted to first baseman Freddie Freeman for an out. By the time Morton faced Altuve leading off the third with a 5-0 lead, the leg had already started to swell. 
Four relievers combined to pitch six and two-third innings and finish a 6-2 victory over the Houston Astros. Charlie Morton's World Series is over barely after it started. Houston skipper Dusty Baker saying after the game, Moose, you don't wish bad on anybody. Charlie Morton is one of the best guys around. Game two goes tonight in Houston. So that's the story that everybody's talking about there. Ray is watching in the six. Southern Ontario, Toronto area. Hi, Rod. I'm a big baseball guy, but to your point, the games are way too long. How do they get younger fans with four-hour games? Big fan of baseball, not a fan of how it's played now. Video review on every second play, eight to nine pitchers every game. Something has to change. They have been talking about that, Darren. Have they not for the last three, four, five years? Mm-hmm. And nothing's changed. That's right. They, as a matter of fact, they did the uh, putting a guy on second for the 10th inning and on. Yeah. But they're stopped doing that. I know. And that's the thing, you know, with baseball, it, it, it's America's pastime. It's the tradition of it. It's such a historic game, so they don't want to change it. But you got to find a way to speed it up. And not that you're going to put a shot clock, so to speak, you know, on every, on every pitch, put a count, a timer on it. Got to have the pitch delivered and limit, you know, managers coming to the mound and time between innings. I don't know. Like, it's very rare where the majority of fans can sit there for four hours. Like, in the most intense moments, and it's your team, and it's a World Series, I could, you know, I can see it. But it's rare, and you're losing fans, and you're not adapting, and it's, they don't see it. The baseball purists won't see it. They won't. Because a purist in anything thinks there's nothing wrong. you got to bring some marketers in. But you got to bring some outside influence in, yeah. John in Edmonton from the 780 writes in on the Prairie Mobile text line, and he says, love your show, but I'm moving to YouTube. Facebook or Twitch would be better. YouTube isn't great for live content. John, you just watch. We'll do the talking and the planning. How about that? Brian Dodge is watching from South Florida, from Dodge City. He says, Rod, 600 episodes. Tom Brady, 600 touchdowns. Coincidence? I think not. (laughs) How about that? How about that? Whoa. Thank you, Brian. And as I say, can't wait to see you all again. I'm missing it. Getting these emails from the Panthers. Here's what's going on tonight. Get that cut for the Insta story ASAP. I can see an LFG uh, gif in there with Brady. Let's go. LFG. Oh, by the way, every Monday night, Tom Edward Brady does this uh, radio interview with Jim Gray prior to the Monday Night Football radio broadcast. And you know what they call the show? Let's go. They just took out the effing. LFG. Yeah. Let's go. Starring Jim Gray and Tom Brady. Brought to you by Ring Security. Why do I even remember that? Because I'm a Tom Brady groupie. Jennifer from the Four Seasons Sports Palace watching. She says, new pitchers have to face at least three batters as well instead of changing pitchers after every batter. From Paolo on YouTube says, keep all of baseball's traditional rules, but shorten the games to seven innings. Didn't curling do this? Did they shorten their games in the big spiels? Well, they tried for a little bit. They've The curlers don't like it, but the idea of it, but they're thinking about it. They talked about it. I don't know if it's going to be permanent or not, 
But um, I don't know if that would solve it. I mean, seven innings is great, but we're already upset that pitchers don't pitch seven innings. Starting pitchers don't pitch seven innings anymore. You know, it's not what we grew up with. But you're well. You, it's eleven eleven, or in the East one eleven. Your dreams are being manifested. Just open yourself up to them and receive. My cousin Christine's watching in Medicine Hat, and she says, Talking sports, 600 shows. Wow. You know, let's take a second and pat ourselves on the back and Ricky ourselves. You know, people didn't think that we were going to make six shows, let alone 600 shows, and now here we are on national television. There's Ricky the Iguana. We got to get him out of the cage. We really do. Can you put him up again, our mascot, Rick? Can you put him on the screen, please? Ricky the Iguana. Can you put him? There you go. Look at that guy. Where's the mascot costume, by the way? Let, let's get it in the break, and I might put Ricky's hat on. <laughs> okay. The Pats are home Saturday night to the Swift Current Broncos, and I think we need to get Ricky out of the cage and get him down there. Shoot, you paid enough money for the outfit. I know. I wanted Darren's mom to sew the costume. Shoot, she offered, right? She's going to sew Monty the squirrel. <laughs> Is that the one? <laughs> well, we have the main mascot, Ricky the iguana, and then we have the secondary mascot, mascot Monty the squirrel, who shave, shaves his nuts with the manscaped. <laughs> Just hold on to his little nuts. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, were we going to talk sports at any point today? You know why I think baseball hasn't changed is because nobody can agree on what needs to change. That's right. And as a matter of fact, I'll tell you another little hockey story. There was a goal disallowed last night in the dunk. And uh, I was broadcasting the game with Nugsy, and we couldn't figure out why it was disallowed. So after the second period, I went over and hung my face over the rail. I said to the referee in chief, why did they wave that goal off? And there was two NHL scouts sitting there. And uh, they said, the SJHL has not adopted the NHL rule and WHL rule that you can now kick the puck into the crease. It would be nice if all these leagues adopted one rule book. And they're close. It's not like football where they're all over hell. Mm -hmm. But wouldn't it be nice? Oh, be amazing. I mean, their hockey, I mean... The game is the same for the most part everywhere you go. You know, you move up the same level. Everything should be, you know, very consistent. Um, and, I, and I would like to see those rules the same for sure. Absolutely. It makes sense. It's Anyways. not like you're playing on different field sizes. I mean, yes, there's different ring sizes and stuff. But the game is the same. Five on five. Puck stick. You go, go to town. That's why, we, uh, that's why I do the games is to go out there. And as I said last hour. Visit on the front lines with the coaches, the players, the referees, the concession workers, the popcorn vendors, the peanut salesmen. What do they say? The peanut vendors are standing up to them. <laughs> uh, Brent Kuhlman, watching on Facebook, says, uh, what's most impressive in your 600 shows is how you guys were able to do this without any sports being played because of the pandemic. No spit, huh? I swear, we went four months without any sports last summer, and I said, if we can survive this, we can survive anything. We went to national television in the middle of this damn pandemic at the start of it. I know. We can survive 
anything. By the way, I see that there was a comment here from Northside YEG, and he's been commenting a lot, and I appreciate him. He said, what if it's the Flames and the Oilers battling for top spot in the Pacific? I'm not sure what he's referring to, but we should talk about the battle that's going on in the Pacific Division right now. And he also talked about, yeah, talked about next year's Battle of Alberta in the Canadian Football League featuring Bo Levi Mitchell of the Calgary Stampeders and Nick Arbuckle of the Edmonton Elks. And last hour, Jack, if you're still watching, Jack in Vulcan, Alberta, wrote in and said, prayers up to Nick Arbuckle and his family. And I didn't know why. Is that because they've been traded to Edmonton? What's the deal? We can get in. We can sink into some of that CFL talk if you want. Our poll question today, by the way, for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center is, which is Canada's game of the week in the Canadian Football League? Calgary at Ottawa, Hamilton at Edmonton, BC at Toronto in the Braley Bowl, or Sask at Montreal. And running away with it is the rematch of the 2009 and 10 Grey Cups. Riders, Alouettes, late Saturday afternoon. I don't think that poll is going to be challenged. There is zero votes for Calgary at Ottawa, by the way. Zero. Uh, the rematch of the 2016 Grey Cup. So it's a little bit of a chicken and the egg thing. It's like, are we going to talk about that game to raise a little profile for it? Or are we just going ignore, to ignore it entirely because nobody cares? See the, the catch-22? I do. I do. And we'll examine it far further on uh, Football Friday, by the way, when the voice of the Red Blacks, A.J. Jacobic, joins us. Aaron Jacob, my good friend. Shane Melanson, whom I love, from Deer Valley. Golf and Estate says, congrats on the 600 Club. Rare accomplishment. Thank you, Shane. I appreciate that. And we appreciate their support as one of our first sponsors. We'll continue this when we come back, all right? It, uh, and coming up, Zig Fricasi from Sirius XM NFL Radio in Manhattan. You're watching the RP Show on the Game Plus Television Network. 600th episode today. YouTube and Facebook live streaming and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Laid back and kicking it. Let's head back to the studio. Here's Rob. All right. Welcome back, everybody. It is a big day. Bigger than uh, even Moose understood. You didn't even know it was our 600th day, so I guess there will be no party. There will be no shenanigans. You made a far bigger deal out of the 100th show. That was a big deal. Why? You didn't think we'd make it that far? (laughs) It's, it's, It's like an airplane getting to 100 feet, you know? Right. It's just like... Once you get to 100 feet off the ground, they put it in cruise because they put it in autopilot, and you climb the rest of the way on autopilot. Mm-hmm. Like they, it's, it's a lot of work to get off the ground. Right. Right? But once you get in the air, it's just cruise control. Now we're at 30,000 feet. Right. But, but like 1,000 shows will be a big deal. That's like reaching your destination. Not a, reaching our destination, but that's like... Can we get up and move around or... Getting somewhere. We are free to move about the cabin. As you see, coming in and out of the chairs in the middle of segments and whatnot. I was... Uh... Flying out of Calgary last week, and you know this story. And anybody that's traveled with me on a bus or plane will know that within 60 seconds, I'm... (laughs) The flight attendant. Excuse me, sir! Your mask is not covering your nose! 
I just fell asleep. I was the only one in the row. From Deb in Toronto, watching on the Prairie Mobile text line, or sorry, on Game Plus, she writes on the Prairie Mobile text line, I pat you all on the back. Talking sports, stories, and other things is the perfect combo. Congratulations on 600. Thank you, Deb. I'd like to meet Deb sometime. Are we ever going to have a party in downtown Toronto for the show? We could. I got a few places that we could go. Not Gretzky's, though, because they closed it. Yeah, it's too bad. Randy from the 204 writes in. Randy from the peg. Congratulations on 600. Ice, another win, 10 nothing. Calgary, Hitman, the next victim tonight. <laughs> Randy from the... Who'd they beat 10 nothing? And does it even matter? They're kicking the dog snot out of everybody. Mm-hmm. Can the Winnipeg Ice beat the Toronto Maple Leafs? Remember that guy in Switzerland? Was it Ryan? Yes. He texts and says, no, it's... 7-11. Not 11-11. 7-11 where he is. Good. <laughs> you can let it roll. You don't need to try to cut it off. Oh, good one, Rod. Right. So if it's 7-11, I would hope that you're taking a big gulp. Such a cliche and not even my question, but why does 7-11 have locks on the doors? Why? I know, 24, they're open 24 hours a day. You've thought of that, right? Yeah. And Christmas, too. Interesting. Have you never thought about that? Security, just in case. uh, Just in case the world's ending and they need to lock the doors, just in case. Yeah. From the 403 Prairie Mobile text line. Great show. If they want to speed up baseball, how about making the pitchers come in ready to go? No warm-ups like hockey has done with the goalies. Eh, it would be a start. It would be a start. It's like you were just in the bullpen. Why do you need to warm up on the mound for? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of goalies, November 1st is National Goalies Day. Can we all make a note of that? Can you write that down? Clark, can we get some goalies on the air that day? I'm thinking maybe Kelly Rudy, Chico, Chico, yeah, Chico Resch. That's next Monday. Good. National Goalies Day. Finally, a support that I can get behind. A movement. We we will make a big deal about that. From Mark Sports Video on YouTube. Why does 7-Eleven have two doors and lock one? I know, right? I mean, they're like every day. (laughs) From Metal Shingle Guy. Wow, 600 shows. You guys are still rising. Congrats from Metal Shingle Guy. Thank you. From Ward in the 204, watching on Game Plus. Congrats on your 600 show. Sorry I missed 550 of them. LOL, Ward in Winnipeg. Well, we got you now. That's the main thing. How about those Jets? Did I go through and delete this? I don't think I, I might have. Last night's uh, action in the National Hockey League, it was the game of the night was the Winnipeg Jets in Anaheim. And they're done now with the Ducks, as you know. I'm just trying to find it here. Nikolai Ehlers scoring twice 19 seconds apart in the third as Winnipeg rallied over Anaheim 4-3. 
Connor Hellebuck made 32 saves for the Jets, who've won three in a row. Um, let's talk about something that matters here, and that is the National Hockey League. So it took, what are we now, the 27th. The first game was on the 12th. So we're two weeks into the season. See how things are starting to stabilize? Montreal's going to be junk. They're going to miss the playoffs. I told you I was listening to the Seattle Kraken postgame show last night with Benton on the mic. We've got to get him, too. And if he was a goalie, that's a two birds with one stone thing. But they were saying Montreal. They were just ripping apart Montreal on the postgame. And I'm like, hey, boys, stop. Cool it. You're the Seattle Kraken radio. Stop crapping on the Montreal Canadiens. Even if they deserve it. They were saying how uh, the Habs fans want to blow everything up. And I'm like, what, what is there to, what is there to blow up? Yeah, they t- yeah, they're talking about missing Shea Weber, missing Carey Price. It feel licorice legs is gone. It doesn't even feel like the same team as went to the Stanley Cup last year. I know. It really doesn't, you know. Um, and maybe that's it. Maybe it's, you know, making sure that you go completely young, getting rid of everybody. Um, if and when Carey Price returns to the team, seeing if there's a, somebody that will pick up that contract and, and completely starting over. But um, I don't know. I mean, it's still way too early for that kind of talk, even if this team is probably going to miss the playoffs. And that's not uncommon. Look what St. Louis did after getting to the Stanley Cup final and winning the Stanley Cup. They took a big step back. And now, now look where they are. Now they've recovered and away they go. You know, um, especially if you get to the Stanley Cup and lose, it's pretty rare that you get right back there. It does happen, but it's pretty rare to the point where teams often take a massive step back and sometimes miss the playoffs altogether. It happens when you climb that mountain, put out all that emotion and energy and time and stress to get close to the, the championship and then lose. So it's, it's not like a big shock that this would happen to Montreal. Jeff Kozak writes in, he's a big Habs fan. He says, my Stanley Cup was this past year. At least I got to see them in the finals again. Yeah, I don't think they're getting back there in Carey Price's time. You know what I'm saying? Be awful Hope you enjoyed it while it lasted. Uh, By the way, Randy, oh, I see what he's saying. They didn't win 10-0. They went to 10-0 by beating the Red Deer Rebels 3-1 last night in the Centrium in Red Deer. That's a great barn. Story just came to mind that I think I'm not going to tell. I can only imagine. It's not that bad. Yeah. It has to do with flying, uh, and you know the story, flying out of there on, on the owner's plane. Right, 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 right. Hell of a story, by the way. I was doing local radio here. I was doing the uh, Rough Riders play-by-play, and the Pats brought me in to do regional television for their playoff run. And I said, I, got, I can't. I got to do this radio show every day from 4 till 6.30 in the afternoon. How am I going to go to Red Deer and back to do hockey games? They said, we'll fly yeah. We got two planes. I'm like, I'm in. And then the story was what happened on one of those flights. And it was nothing real crazy at all. But these guys use their plane like you and I use our car. Mm -hmm. We lost out our car. We lost out, we being the Pats, because it'll always be we, don't at me. We lost out in game six at Red Deer, and 
stopped in Calgary on the way home to go to the Tilted Kilt. I'm like, what? It's not on the way home? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's not on the way home. No, when you're chartering your own flight. Right. It was a nine-seater plane, and I was sitting sideways, buckled in, and the plane was taken off like that. It was the weirdest thing. And usually it's... Right. Right? It's like... My face was like, the skin on my face was sucking back. It's cool as hell. Jenna Reagan watching in Southern California. Happy to be here for the 600th Rod. Congratulations. Congratulations to everybody. 600 episodes today. How about that? From Northside YEG says, I'll be at the Oilers game tonight. They should win this one. Philly can score, though. Uh, I'll be settled in to watch this one tonight. Edmonton Philly rematch of the 1987 Stanley Cup final. Karahat returns home. And like I said, he blew up. I, I think it was just the last time they were, he got pulled. I'm hoping that a better start for him. If he does get the start, I would assume they'll start Karahat. Yeah. Big test for him. McDavid and Dreisaitl, obviously. Uh, mm. So it'll be good. It'll be really, really good. I, I'm really curious to see how he plays. Because he's still on that short list for Canadian goaltenders, the Olympics. Um, we, we all want him to be the guy if Carey Price can't go, I think. But he's got to get his game to that level. Before uh, we have a few minutes here before we bring in Zig Fracassi. Somebody wrote in earlier, and are you still watching? Somebody said, Rod, what's your predictions for the who's going to win the East and the West and I'm like, what league? What, 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 what are we talking about? Did you see that question? Right. Rod, what's your prediction to win the East and West Conference? CFL, NHL, WHL, what? NLL? From the Puck and Pigskin podcast. Sure is a great barn here in Red Deer. Hope you and Dupes make it out here in December when the Pats are in town. I can tell you right now that won't be happening. So plan for that. Todd Moggy's watching in Winnipeg and says, now you're just giving all of us Winnipeggers a bigger head than we already have. How? I was talking about the Jets? Yeah, I think so. You people in Winnipeg are like, Ryder fans, Oiler fans, and maybe some other fans. It just happens to be that I've spent the majority of my life here in the Bermuda Triangle, so I've been observing you longer. But I've realized this. You have to discount anything Ryder fans say. You have to discount anything Oiler fans say, and you have to discount anything Winnipeg Jets fans say. Because last week, let's not... Can we roll back the tape? Boop, 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 boop. Get Maurice out of here. Get Chevy out of here. Come on. You said it. You did. I just don't listen to you anymore. I can't. Yeah. It's exhausting. Same thing with what? Fire Dickinson. Fire O'Day. Fire Tippett. Fire Holland. Get rid of Mike Smith. Oh, that was me. <laughs> but you know what I mean. Yes. Like in, 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 in certain. And then you notice I didn't say Calgary. They don't go like this. Unless you've seen something. Leaf fans, annoying because you're always up here. Always. Always. Yeah. 
But consistent. <laughs> you are consistent. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, though, right? I do. 100%. You know, the ups and the downs. One day it's this, one day it's that. And, um, yeah, it's, it's tough. I mean, I understand the fan bases that are that emotional, and, but it's, that's, it's hard to live like that. I'm just I'm saying you, got, you do you. But I'm not going to get drawn into this because so many people are, shoot, they're DMing me. Who do you think will be the next coach of the Jets? Stop it. I'm not even responding. It's a waste of my time. Ryan in Saratoga, New York says, congrats to 600 episodes, friend. Here's to 600 more. Ryan, thank you for watching every single day from Saratoga, New York. Our NLL correspondent from down there, by the way where the firewolves get rolling here mm. in December. Do we have Zig? Clark tells me he's attempting to log in. That sounds positive. Moose, we'll see you back here for overtime. You bet. See Zig Fricasi joining us from New York next. You're watching the RP Show on the Game Plus TV network, YouTube, and Facebook Live, and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Oh, yeah. He's back. Time for more of the Rod Peterson Show. It's been 600 shows, guys. I think we can retire the he's back thing now that I think about it. Oh, I got you. Back at a commercial break, Clark says. We're going to switch gears and talk NFL here. we got a lot of things going on as we enter week eight, and we welcome our longtime friend, Zig Fricasi from Sirius XM NFL Radio. Zigmund, happy Wednesday, sir. How are things? Rod, good to be with you again, my friend. How are you? 100%. Your voice is booming. I love it. And I was going to ask what you were rocking today. Where did you get the BC Lions Every Child Matters t-shirt? Actually, off their website. I know that, uh, what was it, one of the broadcasts that they had on in the States here, um, they were selling these shirts, obviously, for the indigenous uh, children up there in British Columbia. And I'm like, you know what? That's really cool. So I went to the website and, you know, yeah, even though I'm media, I paid for something. But in (laughs) in all seriousness, uh, it's for a great cause. Um, They were sold out in the first batch, but then, Went back a few days later. They had them restocked, and it's an honor and a privilege to be able to sport something like this. Good for you, Zig. You're a good man and very uh, cool to the BC Lions to do that. Not like you're not sick of talking about it, but the number one topic on our radar here in Canada are those Kansas City Chiefs who fell to 3-0, and uh, sorry, 3-4 and four with a beat down at, at Tennessee on the weekend. Can we start there, Zig? It seems like everybody's asking, what's wrong with the Chiefs? You know, and the thing about it, Rod, is I'm not so sure that this doesn't carry back to last year. Um, Of course, we remember uh, they got boat raced in the Super Bowl by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers on their home field. And, you know, there was the horrific tragedy uh, involving the then assistant Britt Reed uh, with that young girl at the time uh, forcing her to go into the hospital with the with the accident. And there is a narrative out there that some people think that maybe they haven't come back from that. I wouldn't totally dismiss that. You know, you you wonder about the psyche of a team. You wonder about the sort of the temperature. I think a few things are also evident, too. 
They've had some injuries on defense. Chris Jones, among others. Uh, Shervarius Ward, the, the corners, one of their fine young corners. So their average defense is even more exposed. And I think offensively now, Rod, teams have figured them out in terms of you rush four, you drop everyone else basically into coverage, and you try to make Patrick beat you that way. And what's he, he had multiple games or yeah, multiple games of multiple interceptions. Now, a few of those have been through the hands of receivers and they just happen to land into the hands of defensive backs. So some of those you can't control, but the, the game against Baltimore, he had that ill-advised late throw that led to the Ravens ultimately cashing in for the winning touchdown. There are a couple of other mistakes. There was one in the Washington game that they were able to uh, get him out of the jackpot, so to speak. So I think there's a multitude of things here, Rod, why the Kansas City Chiefs don't look like the two-time defending AFC champions, and those are the ones that I just spelled out. Right, and there usually are. It's not usually just one thing. But, Zig, Thursday night football is Green Bay at Arizona. Is this for NFL supremacy for one week at least? Will this prove who's the best team in the NFL, do you think? I think it's a good shot, although Green Bay right now, uh, they've got a, unfortunately, they may have their top three receivers out for this game. Obviously, Devontae Adams and then uh, Lazar just went on COVID-19. Now, if they activate Marquez Valdez-Scantling, then that helps Aaron Rodgers out a little bit. But, you know, conceivably, Rod, they could be without their top three receivers. And even as the magic man that Aaron is, I'm not sure that he'd be able to survive that whereas Arizona I think this is more of a game of we got to prove it sure their record looks very very good and they did beat a very good Rams team in LA so uh, if you wanted to give uh, early MVP consideration I think Kyler Murray's got to be at or top the list you had a couple of veterans in like a JJ Watt like an AJ Green uh, to a already talented young base I think for them, this is more of a prove-it type of game than Green Bay because the Packers have been to the NFC Championship game in recent years, whereas Arizona, this is their chance on a national stage to show that we're legit, that we're hungry, that we're really as good as the record suggests. So not that it doesn't mean less to Green Bay, but I think it means just a little more to Arizona. Zig, AFC North, what's the bigger surprise? The Cleveland Browns struggles or the Cincinnati Bengals high, uh, what should I say, high achievements, I guess, better than we thought they'd be? Yeah, I think both are, I I guess, would be equal. But I I think in the end, I I saw the Bengals starting to ascend uh, a little bit. You You know, anybody can beat Detroit, it seems like, nowadays. But the Bengals were off a tough loss to Green Bay the week before, a game that I thought they actually should have won. But you look at it, and they didn't sulk. This wasn't one of those games, well, geez, Detroit can sneak up and beat us, and then they you know, they, they did a number on them. And then, Rod, to be able to basically contain Lamar Jackson like they did. He got his yards, but they didn't allow the points, and he was sacked five times. So defensively, I thought they were – more of a surprise there. And that combination of Joe Burrow to Jamar Chase, which worked so well at LSU, leading them to that national championship a couple of years ago. I think a lot of people are eating crow about the fact that the the Bengals probably should have taken 
Panay Sewell, the Oregon tackle, instead of Chase because the Bengals' offensive line ain't all that good. So I would say that they're a, a surprise, but I, I'm not overly surprised. Maybe more to Cleveland. And, you know, you got a lot in play there. You've had some injuries. Uh, obviously, Baker Mayfield's impacted by this this left shoulder injury, Rod, even though that it's his non-throwing shoulder. I think it affects his timing, his rhythm. It's something that he's constantly thinking about. And I got to wonder before long if, you know, you don't you don't want to do any further damage to this young man. Do they wind up shutting him down? And the variable there is Case Keenum, who did a nice job on Thursday night against the Denver Broncos, who, oh, by the way, in his career year with the Minnesota Vikings, when he took them to the NFC Championship a few years ago, his offensive coordinator was Kevin Stefanski, who now happens to be the head coach there with the Cleveland Browns. But a lot was expected of them. Uh, you know, you add Clowney to uh, Garrett uh, for that defense. They made some other real nice additions there. I thought they'd be better off than what they were, but I would probably say of the two Ohio teams, maybe the Brown struggles are a little more of a surprise than the Bengals' early season success. Great answer. Ziggy, we only have about a minute. We have two questions. Jamie in Nova Scotia wants to know how long does Matt Nagy remain coach of the Chicago Bears? <sighs> well, that's a great question from Jamie. I got to think he, you know what? A lot of people probably want him out now and he might not be able to coach this weekend, by the way, because of uh, COVID concerns, but I think he gets the year because you got the rookie quarterback there. So probably through the year in my guesstimation. Okay. And Hey, my Eastern Conference teams, the Florida Panthers at 6-0. and Your Boston uh, Bruins are in there. What do you mean? Uh, your Bruins are in there at 3-1. and one. <laughs> it, Little friendly wager. Uh, we got a lot of bets on the go, Ziggy. What's going to happen tonight at FLA Live Arena? Panthers and Bruins, do you think? Well, we hope that the, uh, the BOS is up 4-1 to one late or something like that. I think this is going to be... I think it's a good test for the Bruins because you got, you know, obviously you got a guy like Studnika coming in. He's going to center uh, Coyle and Hall tonight, apparently. So uh, they've had some injuries already. A goaltending starting to round out a little bit, but the Panthers definitely look legit here, Rod. And oh, yeah. although, you know, with Quenville, I'm a little surprised that maybe they're letting him coach in lieu of what has transpired in the last 24 hours. Uh, innocent until proven guilty. Isn't that the thing? It should be. I mean, you're right. I mean, and, but the thing is, he's he's mentioning that report, you know, saying, you know, uh, about the we can't let this, what he supposedly said, you know, that be we a distraction. can't sort of let this get to be a Right, exactly. So that and Shevel Day Off, if it's me, Rod, I would have put both those guys on leave until they have the meetings with Gary Bettman, then make the decision from there. We will agree to disagree and still be friends. Ziggy, enjoy the game tonight. And as always, thanks for the time, my man. Listen to you often. All right, my brother. Thanks for having me on. The great Zig Fracassi joining us from New York, from Sirius XM NFL Radio. Overtime is next. You're watching the RP Show on the Game Plus TV network, YouTube, and Facebook, live streaming, and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. 
Have you subscribed to The Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. You got something to say? You want to add to the show? What are you waiting for? Don't just sit there. Say something. Now, back to the studio with Rod. It's overtime. Hey, Moose is back. It's brought to you by the Four Seasons Sports Palace, your home for the UFC and the Seattle Kraken fan club. Big win for the Kraken last night. Mm-hmm. 5-1 over Montreal, winning their first game, their first home game. Uh, game two of the World Series goes tonight in Houston. The Atlanta Braves lead the best of seven MLB championship series 1-0 after posting a 6-2 win last night. Tonight's pitching matchup sees Houston's Jose Urquidy take on Atlanta's Max Freed. The Oilers look to stay unbeaten when they welcome the Philadelphia Flyers in NHL play last night. Oilers on a five-game win streak to start the year. The Flyers 2-1-1. The struggling Leafs look to get their NHL season back on track when they take on the Blackhawks. In Chicago, Leafs have lost four in a row. Raptors continue a four-game homestand tonight when they welcome the Indiana Pacers. Raps one and three to start the NBA season. Pacers one and three as well. This sports update for Dubnetwork.ca and for Ben Cahoon's G2G protein bars. I can't wait to have mine after the show. Oh, me too. Uh, well, yeah, which one are you going to have? Uh, peanut butter, chocolate. It's my go-to. It's my favorite. Mm, they're all good, of course, as yeah. you know. Almond yeah, yeah. mocha, I think, is what I'm going to go with today. Uh, John Kirby writing in with breaking news. Professional basketball is coming to Montreal. The Canadian Elite Basketball League announced Wednesday that the Montreal Alliance is being added as its ninth franchise and will begin play in 2022 at Verdun Auditorium. I like it. Um, hey. So here's a lesson for all the you grasshoppers. We can still disagree and still be friends. Mm-hmm. Zig Fercasi just saying last segment that he thinks that Joel Quenveld and Kevin Sheveldayoff should be suspended from their duties until the conclusion of the NHL investigation into their roles in the Chicago Blackhawks sexual assault scandal. I don't agree. What if they're found to have no involvement and then they miss these games with their teams? That's my take. How about you? Do you need to settle a tie here? No. I, well, yeah, I've been reading a little bit more about this, too, from some different sources. Elliot Friedman's one of them, and he's got a great article up at Sportsnet that I think is worth a read for everybody. Um, here, what, ha- what ended up happening was this allegation, the alleged incident happened. There was a meeting on May 23rd with some high-ranking executives that included Quenville. Um, we believe Chevy might have been part of that meeting. John McDonough, Al McIsaac. Um, nothing was done. And in the meantime, because nothing was done, further um, sexual, sexual misconduct yeah. happened to the intern. Okay? So because of their inaction, more was allowed to happen. So direct result of not taking care of it once they found out and had that meeting resulted in this other action and this intern um, having the incident. So um, somebody is responsible and probably a little bit. Everybody in that meeting plays a little bit of has a little bit of responsibility. But if somebody decided, you know, if, if it was John McDonough that said, I'll handle it, guys, and then chose not to handle it. Does he not bear ultimate responsibility? I mean, everybody plays a role in this. Um, and I think another thing that comes out of it is 
They were all asked about it in July, I believe, of this year when it first came to light. And those statements aren't lining up with what's in the report. So from Quenville, from Chevy, from everybody, it, it feels like there's some discrepancies where things aren't lining up. And that's where I think a bit of an issue comes from. Do you too. think Quenville should be allowed to coach? Yes, probably. I, I, I think so for now. Uh, do I think it's a distraction? Yes. So maybe, the, you know, for the Panthers and the team, they may want to remove that distraction. It'll be their decision. Be Mike, their decision. The NHL's, yeah. But the NHL is going to deal with this quickly. That meeting's going to happen tomorrow. I would yeah. assume by end of day tomorrow or by, you know, by the end of the week, by Friday, we'll, we'll know what's going to happen with Joel Quenville. Hour two is brought to you by Core Grain, doing the right thing for your farm. Uh, and I have to mention, very important message, addiction. It destroys families, relationships, and lives. But the good news is addiction is a treatable illness. At Aurora Recovery Center, we provide everything you need to build a solid foundation for your recovery. With holistic, evidence-based treatment tailored to each individual. Located in Gimli, Manitoba, on the shores of Lake Manitoba, Aurora can help regardless of whether or not you feel ready or have tried before. Aurora Recovery Center, recovery for life. Visit their website, aurorarecoverycenter.com. We got a super chat here from the general. Where'd I go? Do you have the super chat from the general? There it is. Missed a few shows, and for your 600 show, here's to you, Rod and crew. Keep up the good work. It was a big day, and I thank everybody for the nice comments. Jennifer at the Four Seasons says, Happy Hump Day, everyone. Go Oilers. That will be the focus of my viewing tonight against the Philadelphia Flyers. What will be the focus of your viewing tonight, Moose? Probably that, too. But just for fun, I'll pick something else, okay? So we can, we okay. can have the whole NHL covered. Well, you got your Leafs playing tonight, do you not? Yeah, yeah they're at Chicago. I'll probably You're going to watch that one. Yeah. We'll see you tomorrow. Thanks to Nick Kiprios, Zig Fricasi, and you. We'll see you at noon Eastern Thursday. For more Rod Peterson on demand, visit rodpeterson.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.